Hello and welcome back to another episode of Secluded Thoughts. I am your host, Sensi. I don't say this enough in my episodes, so I feel like some people might be wondering who is speaking. But yeah, I mean, I feel like if you've listened to some of my episodes by now, you probably know a lot about me. But yet still, I don't always introduce myself. So yeah, that is who I am. And on this podcast, we talk about different things you can do to level up and become the best version of yourself. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about why you are the way you are and how to become who you want to be. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of different reasons for why you are the way you are. And we're not going to talk about all of them. We're just going to talk about what I think is one of the most important reasons and arguably the biggest reason why you are the way you are. And that is your environment. Now, when I say your environment, I'm not just talking about where you live and your surroundings. I'm talking about the people you surround yourself with and the different things that you're exposed to on a daily basis. So if you've been listening to the show for a while now, you probably already know what's about to happen. I'm going to talk about my experience with this because I feel like that's the easiest way for me to explain things by sharing stories of my personal experiences And then afterwards, I'm going to break it down into practical steps that you can use to become the person you want to be. So I came from humble beginnings, right? And we weren't poor or anything. And as a child, I mean, I really didn't pay attention to stuff like that. To me, as long as I could watch Naruto on Saturday mornings, that was enough for me. So... Growing up, I mean, I really enjoyed my childhood and everything, but I remember in school, every time we had projects that had to be about your career and what you wanted to be, I never had an answer. And I didn't necessarily grow up around people who were like doctors and lawyers or anything like that. So I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I eventually decided that I would study accounting. And to be honest, the only reason I did that was because I remember seeing my aunt like building her house and everything and she studied accounting. So I actually chose accounting because I thought if I wanted to build my own house one day or be successful, quote unquote, then that was the way to go because I actually saw somebody that I knew doing that and they were building a house, right? So I chose accounting because of that, but I never really wanted to do accounting. But I actually really liked the class in school. Like I loved accounting because it was the only subject I felt really challenged me because I thought everything else was easy. But with accounting, if I wanted to get a good grade, I actually had to study and give an actual effort. So I really liked that about the subject. But that's pretty much why I chose it. I chose it because... In addition to that, I was also afraid of 
being labeled as somebody that didn't know what they wanted to do with their lives. Like I felt like there was always so much pressure in school to know what you wanted to do with your life. And I mean, who the hell knows that when you're like 14 years old or even 18 when you have to apply for college. But I digress. So that was my plan. I was going to graduate from secondary school. I lived in St. Lucia, by the way. So I was going to graduate from secondary school and go to UWE, which is the University of the West Indies. And then I would study accounting and then I would get a job in accounting and I would live in St. Lucia, right? That was my life plan. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that was pretty much what I thought I would do by default because I didn't really know what else there was. But life had other plans for me. Because one day my mother told me that we would be moving to America, Georgia specifically, and I would pretty much have to go to school there and basically live there for the rest of my life. And to be honest, I wanted no parts. Like, I did not want to leave when I left because I was in my last year of secondary school and I was planning my prom with all of my friends and everything. Like I had already started looking at dresses online and I had been waiting for prom ever since I started my last year in secondary school. So I did not want to leave when she brought up the idea and I tried my best to fight her against it but clearly that did not work out so we moved here and I realized that I literally had to revisit my entire plan because that goal that I told you I had of going to UWE and then getting a job in accounting in St. Lucia I pretty much had to scrap that and think of something completely different in a new country So long story short, I went to college and I was studying accounting and I was still going to be the goal. But at that point in time, I really didn't have any ambitions outside of that. I was really just coasting, honestly. But then in my sophomore year, I joined a program that was all about empowering women. And I got to be around a bunch of ambitious women who were just inspiring to be around honestly it felt like everybody was ambitious they had their life together or they were getting it together and we could really like learn a lot from each other and grow from each other and I remember feeling like I was literally on top of the world because I had people who were just so inspiring and they were speaking a lot of positivity into me and we were learning together and we were growing together So because I was around so many ambitious people, it made me want a lot more for myself in life. And I felt inspired to join more programs like that on campus. So I applied for the Honors College in the business school and I got in. And one of the perks of being in the Honors College was that you got a mentor assigned to you, which was typically in your major, like in that field. So I was studying accounting, so... My mentor was in accounting and finance. And my mentor really opened my eyes to a lot of things and he encouraged me to dream bigger. Like for example, he would take me to Buckhead, which is like an affluent neighborhood in Atlanta in case you don't know. 
So he would take me to Buckhead to look at all of the mansions. And let me tell you, it's one thing when you are sitting at home and you're watching TV and you see a large mansion on TV. It's like, okay, I know mansions exist, but when you see it in front of you, it just feels like it's more tangible and it's more attainable. Like when I started looking at these mansions in person, I started thinking, okay, why can't I live in a house like that? Like what, who's to say I can't live in a house like that? Why, why not me? You know, if any, anybody can do it, why not me? Now, if I had to look at my bank account right then, then obviously I would have a lot of reasons why it's not me. But that's not even the point. The point was it made me start asking these kind of questions like, why can't I live in a house like that? What do I have to do to live in a house like that? Like just seeing it in front of me really changed my perspective. And then I also told him that I really wanted a Maserati And he took me to a dealership in Atlanta that sold Maseratis and Ferraris. I forgot the name of it, but he took me to the dealership. And I remember when I went there, I felt so uncomfortable because they had so many expensive cars. And I was like, okay, let me not touch anything because if I scratch anything, then that's it. I have to sell myself to pay for it. So I was like so uncomfortable in the environment and I didn't want to touch anything. And he was like go sit in the car. I was like, what do you mean go sit in the car? He was like, go sit in the car. You said you wanted a Maserati. Um, there's a Maserati right there. Go sit in it. And I, I didn't even want to touch the door of the car. Like I didn't even want to get close to it because it looks so nice. But I eventually sat in it and I remember feeling like, wow, so this is what it feels like to sit in a Maserati. Like that really opened my eyes to the idea of having one and it helped me dream bigger because I said I wanted one and I may not have it right now but I already sat in one so I have that experience it made it seem all the more tangible to me because I actually touched one I actually sat in one so that was one of the experiences I had that really opened my eyes and made me want to dream bigger So in case you didn't catch the three major aspects of your environment that I touched on in my story, let me break it down for you. The first was my environment growing up. I grew up around a lot of crime and I didn't really see like successful people who had success legally, so to speak, other than my aunt who was building a house after she studied accounting So now I wanted to be an accountant because I wanted to build my own house. The second thing is I joined a program with a lot of ambitious young women. And because they were so inspiring, it I felt like it lit a fire inside of me to do more. And it made me want to be around more people like that because it just made me feel good to be around them. And they also helped me and we learned a lot and we grew a lot together. And then lastly, when I joined the honors program, I got a mentor who was far better off in life than I was, and he was able to help me dream big and help me realize that some of my goals are closer than I think they are. So to summarize, it was my environment or my living situation, my circle, and a mentor. If you really take some time to think about your life and you break it down in these three categories, 
I'm sure you will find out that your influences in these three categories pretty much influenced who you are today at this very moment. And it also explains why two people who may have grew up in the same environment initially live two completely different lives because one person may have had a lot of negative influences and an unofficial or official mentor who wasn't necessarily the best influence or who may have taught them how to do like bad things. And on the other hand, the other person could have had a circle of people who were more ambitious And they got a mentor who encouraged them to pursue whatever their career goals were, etc., etc. And so now these people have two completely different lives. And if you want to change your life and you want to become a better person or you want to change your career or whatever it is you want to do, if you want to change your life, if you focus on these three areas, I guarantee you, you will see results. So now let's get practical. The very first thing you need to do is define who you want to be or what career you are pursuing. You need to start with a goal in mind so you can break it down into these three areas. So for the purpose of explaining this, we will use the example of someone who wants to become an accountant. And we'll just stick with accounting because that is the easiest thing for me to think about right now. But of course, as I'm saying this, just think about what you actually want to do and then make sure you're taking notes and jotting things down for you and your path as they come to mind. So the first area we're looking at is environment. Where do accountants hang out, right? Because I studied accounting, I know that there are a lot of professional organizations for accounting and finance. And you can easily join on the websites. You can look it up. If you're in college, you can look up what professional organizations there are on campus. And you can also join the graduate chapters of these organizations and attend all of their networking events. So you get to meet a lot of people in your field. But the point is you want to put yourself in the room where these people are so that you can network and you can see what they're doing and you can learn from them and you can be inspired. You need the constant exposure from people who are already doing what you want to do successfully to keep you motivated, to keep you ambitious and to give you new ideas for your career path. Now the second thing you need to focus on is your circle. If you don't have people in your circle who are doing what you're doing, you need to find some. And you can easily get them if you go to a lot of these networking events and you spend a lot of time in the environments where people who are already doing what you're doing spend time so you can make connections and you can learn from them and they can add value to your life and you can add value to their life. You want it to be a mutual relationship so it doesn't feel like you're leeching off of people or anything. But either way, you need people in your circle who are doing what you want to do, who are interested in doing what you want to do. And it doesn't necessarily have to be people who are on the same level with you. Obviously, it would be beneficial to have people who are further out in their path than you are because you can learn a lot from them and you can probably even teach them things that you're learning as well. But it's also okay to have people who are just starting out like you are because You can hold each other accountable and you can have that relationship and that motivation because you have somebody who's 
essentially on the journey with you. Also, another thing to mention, the people in your circle don't necessarily have to want the same things in life that you do. But I will say you need to make sure that they are at least encouraging you to pursue your goals and they are pursuing their goals themselves. You need people around you that uplift you, that encourage you, that hold you accountable. Because if people are just fine with remaining content and not doing anything in their lives, then you will become the average of the people you spend time with. So if you're planning to accomplish some big things in your life, then you need to make sure your circle reflects that. And you don't necessarily have to cut people off per se, but if you have people in your circle who discourage you from pursuing your dreams or when you tell them your goals, and in my opinion, you shouldn't really tell people your goals. You should just, you know, pop out with the results and then let them congratulate you. But if you do choose to share your goals with people, if these people discourage you, regardless of what their reasoning might be, then you might want to tread lightly around them. You might have to do an audit of your circle after you're done with this podcast. And now last but certainly not least, you need to have a mentor or multiple mentors. The more the merrier, honestly. And here's the thing about mentors that a lot of people might not realize. You don't necessarily need to have a mentor that you know personally and then you get to meet them every day or every week or every month, whatever the frequency may be. You don't necessarily have to know the mentor personally. If you want to be an accountant and there's somebody in the industry who is very successful who's making a lot of headlines in the press or whatever it is that they're doing that you look up to them, that person can be your mentor from a distance if they're not exactly reachable to you right now. So for example, I have multiple mentors that I've never met before. These are people whose style I might admire. These are people who teach financial literacy and entrepreneurship. These are people who have successful podcasts. These are people who make motivational videos, people who are motivational speakers, and so on. I have a list of mentors and people who inspire me, and so I learn from them from a distance. It's not people that I've ever spoken to, but because of what they do, they inspire me. So I choose to follow them and take from them what I need and learn from them as much as possible. You can do that until you get a mentor that you can actually meet with every month or however often you can meet them. And then they can take a specific interest in you and your future and teach you what they know. So if you don't have a mentor that you can meet with, Don't let that deter you. Find people online on social media who are doing things that you want to do and learn from them from a distance. So these are the top three areas that I would recommend working on if you want to take your life to the next level or if you want to just become the best version of yourself or switch careers or any major shift you want to make in your life in terms of what you ultimately want to do. These are the top three areas that I believe you should focus on and do an audit of so you can start making progress in your life. And here's something to keep in mind as you do this. 
as you start putting yourself in these rooms and you start building your circle of inspiring people and you start looking for a mentor, you are going to feel very uncomfortable in the beginning because you might just be starting out. So you're going to feel very intimidated being around people who are so much more ahead of you in life. But the goal is to learn from these people and try to also add value to their lives so that it's a mutual exchange. And then eventually you will start feeling more comfortable in those rooms because you'll be learning from these people and you'll start fitting in. And then eventually you will belong there because you will have learned so much and made a lot of progress in your life. And if you need tips on networking and finding a mentor, finding people to help you in your career, one book I would highly recommend for that is Never Eat Alone. And I will leave the link in the description for the podcast notes and it will also be on my website. But this book does a great job of showing you how to use relationships to help you in your career and help you in your life. I'm reading it right now and I'm literally like, taking a bunch of notes as I read it so I can apply everything that I'm learning because that's how good it is. So that's pretty much all I have for you today in today's episode. I hope you find it useful. I hope it was practical and easy to follow. I hope you took a lot of notes and I hope you genuinely reflect on your life to figure out what environment, circle, and mentor has influenced you to the point where you are today and what can you do differently to get to where you want to be so as always thank you for listening please leave a rating on apple podcast if you like the show leave me a nice five-star rating and don't forget to follow me on instagram at secluded.thoughts and i'll talk to you next sunday on the next episode Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.